Sometimes it's good to get lost, though. I totally agree. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy to have you here, man. How are oh, you? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Before that, I am actually so happy to see you too. It's, it's. Uh, this is technically our third meeting, but it actually, it's, it's the second because um, yeah, last time I saw you was like what four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And less, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, yesterday we met like after four yeah. years for a little coffee. But let me let me just start by by saying how proud i am of everything you, you you're achieving <laughs> honestly you. oh my god this podcast for for starters congratulations it's thank it's a very brave thank you. uh project and it's i i can see it going somewhere and it's 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 wonderful really to, to watch and you're one of those underrated tunisians because you're, you're you're actually a very competent man you're achieving wonderful things you oh my you're god. you know uh, a vfx guy who worked on guardians of the galaxy the jungle book the <laughs> breathtaking lion king you're you're part of all this and Thank and you. tunisia media is not giving you enough credit so um it's a pleasure to be here and to inv be invited oh my god i was not expecting this. i mean i have to and then and then man you you drove all the way from london to paris to have this podcast with me with yeah. all this equipment i don't know like what what i did i did to deserve that but but thank you, you. you I'm, I'm flattered more than that you deserve more than that. so thank you, you. <laughs> oh, I don't, I'm speechless. You did not see that coming. No. Like, you're like, fuck, Thank we're getting off the script. Off the script. We're All completely right. off. I, I, I did not plan Sorry, for I, I will not do that again. Uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate what you what you just said but uh, i don't think i deserve all this I, I credit i think you do i think you do <laughs> but uh, yeah so you, you deserve you you did you you did amazing achievements and uh, yeah i'm 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 more than happy to be here and meet you and, and do this episode. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure. How you've been so far? I had, oh man, I, I, you know that expression where people say, I've never been better. Okay. But I think for real, I've never been better. That's I can't, amazing. I, I can't think of a period in my life where life was so kind, so wonderful. Everything has worked out amazingly this year. It's been a, rewarding year everything was just uh, I, I can't even find the words i'm so grateful i've never been happier that's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. i'm coming out of like um you know you, you're like you get into the storm right mm -hmm. and and you can't see but mm -hmm. you know there's a place you want you want to yeah. get to there's an island you want to set foot there mm -hmm. it's everything you want right you, and, you can and see the light at the end of the tunnel. You have the map you don't yeah, know where yeah. you're going yeah, but yeah. there's this magical map mm -hmm. and you know you're, i'm going somewhere i gotta get there but you go through the storms and the waves and, and at one point the ship starts falling apart and you're mm -hmm. like where am i going what's happening i'm not getting any results you know mm -hmm. but when you get to that point all you need is just a little a little push mm -hmm. just keep going a bit further mm -hmm. and then you're out of it and i think 2021 was the year where i'm out i found the island i put down the anchor and i set foot there how good is, how, how, it was amazing this, is this year is wonderful it's been wonderful i'm so happy for you yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. That, yeah because that's that's not a, a usual thing that especially in, 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 in <laughs> <laughs> tell me <laughs> we're gonna I mean, have fun here yeah, these past two years was not uh, was not easy for humanity so I, i'm so happy that yeah. at least someone i i know well covid played a huge part in in helping me see the world in, in a, positive in, in way, a much mean. clearer way okay, and yeah. get that clarity to mm -hmm. get out of the storm. Because when I say you can't make the right decision in the middle of the storm, mm -hmm. when things are falling apart in your life, mm -hmm. it's not 
easy people you know like when we watch football and mm-hmm. that's part of my job you know yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. analyze football and and I, I watch all these analysts and they're like well the player should have done this and you see there's that player on the other side if he just turned his head all that action that you take 20 minutes analyzing happened in half a second the player didn't have that much time in the middle of the game yeah. to put and process all that thought all those thoughts and for me everything that was happening in my life was happening so fast I couldn't keep up. It was all falling apart and I needed time. Mm-hmm. Time was the one thing I needed to, to, to come out of the storm. Basically what was happening, uh, you have time for this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we only have time. We, we, we have all day. <laughs> uh, what was happening is that I, it's been five years in France or four years in France mm-hmm. um, and I did not come to Paris I, I, obviously, I came to Paris willingly, but it wasn't my first choice. It wasn't okay. the thing I would be doing. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wasn't like, oh, I dream of living in Paris or moving to Paris. That, that's not me. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask you that question, yeah. this question, actually. Tell me. Why, why Paris? Why not, another, why not London? I, 80% or 90% of the people, London is wonderful. <laughs> and I was, that, that's where things were heading professionally. I think, okay. I think have I stayed longer in Egypt? Mm-hmm. That's where I was yes, before yes. Um, for, with the BBC eventually London would have been the destination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every person, and it's been five years here in Paris, every person I personally asked, why did you come to Paris? Yeah. If they would just say a woman or, or a guy, <laughs> that's what they say. Okay. Yeah. I just, it's, it's my partner or my ex. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what happened. I think for me, that's exactly what happened. Uh, mm, I, I came okay. here for a woman. Okay, that's that's yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. Uh, but, but I thought, you know what? That's a good it, excuse. It is a good excuse. Is there a better one? <laughs> I don't think there is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what would, happened. Would you, would you leave your comfort zone if it wasn't for, for maybe... Well, for... everything... My life in Egypt, although I loved it, I loved every part of it. Well, sorry, uh, yeah. well, I not, not, not necessarily in Egypt, yeah. maybe in Tunisia, maybe, I don't know. Sorry, I, go ahead. I mean, no, no, no. But my life in Egypt was, was, was beautiful, but was very hard. Okay. So coming to Paris did not feel like getting out of my comfort zone. Ah, it felt yeah. like coming mm-hmm. to something more comfortable. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep. So mm-hmm. that was part of it. Okay. Um, but so uh, it's been four years to get back to the yeah, pre, sure. pre-COVID mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. It's been four years. My relationship, the person I came for, mm-hmm. the whole thing was falling apart. We came to a realization that it just, it wasn't going to go yeah. somewhere, you know? Um, and with that, I mean, I've let go of an interesting opportunity in Egypt with the BBC and I put it behind me and I've been here exploring professional opportunities, working, working really hard, but I put my focus on the Arab speaking networks Mm -hmm. and televisions. Mm -hmm. And after two years, I've come to realize that, I mean, it's going to sound very surprising, right? France is a racist country. Ta-da! Like, <laughs> no, no shit. Who oh, knew? Oh Who my knew? God! France is a racist. How, how? Oh. So I realized so that there's a huge that. pay gap between yeah. Arabic-speaking jobs, mm-hmm. French-speaking jobs, mm-hmm. and English-speaking English. yeah. jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked really hard for Arabic-speaking networks, but at the end of the month, I was not satisfied at all, and I felt um, upset and frustrated. Even with the BBC? No, I, I wasn't working for the BBC. I was freelancing for a couple of things with the BBC, but mm-hmm. mainly I was working for other networks. I'm going to try to avoid not to be naming networks. Oh, just sort of, of course, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. the BBC yeah. is fine. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like, but like, wherever I work in no, France. No, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 we won't, um, we won't do that. Uh, you don't want to be, uh, you know, uh, you don't want to 
courts and people suing you and things like that. Uh, I don't uh, have the money for it. <laughs> well, I don't want to waste it on that. Um, <laughs> I don't think if even if I sell my DS3, I don't think it would cover. I, cover. It, no, even my motorcycle wouldn't cover for it. So good to know. Uh, good to know. So yeah, let's go on and not not name any any so, network. So um, I just felt I was upset. I was it was leading nowhere. I was working hard, but I was panicking. Mm -hmm. I was. Like, where, what, what did I do? I just had a, a job that could have led somewhere in Egypt. I've, I've left it. My, the, the reason I'm here is not leading me to happiness. My job is falling apart. I'm not getting paid what I think I deserve. And this is a racist country. Like, what's, 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 where's, the, where's the bright side in all this? You know, and in France, and I've been, I came also like, to a part in my life where it's been going on for so long. Cause mm -hmm. you know, when I was in the States, you speak English, but you're not American. Yep. In Tunisia, you're an expat, so you're not like us. So you yep. don't belong in Tunisia. Yep. In yep. Egypt, you speak perfect Egyptian, but you're not Egyptian. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. in France, you speak perfect French, but you're not French. Yep. So where, where are you in the scale of things? So all that was coming together. This is the end of 2019. I'm mm -hmm. panicking, I'm freaking out, I'm falling apart. Uh, and. There's a mindset there that I had for a while that was also, you know, drowning me, mm -hmm. which is I victimized myself. Mm -hmm. I, I saw myself as a victim through all this. I'm like, I'm a victim. You know, this, the world is so cruel. The world is, is, is horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, wh why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the, you're, I was setting myself up to fail. That's like what you do to fail. Yep. You know, set yourself mm -hmm. up to, you know, just, so I, I kept on panicking, and then this is the last move before the whole world. Um, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apply for these English-speaking jobs, and I'm mm -hmm. going to try to break in. Because I like the BBC and the British culture where we don't care where you come from. Actually, yes. they, they move, they move, they're far ahead in, in terms of diversity. Mm -hmm. If you have an accent, it's not a problem. It doesn't matter. If you're different, it's not a problem. There is there is racism. Of course, there but is. Not there is everywhere. Not flat out like in Paris. Cause yeah, I mean, for my stories, I interrupt you. Yes, uh, with, please do. Um, I mean, with my experience, I mean, when I moved from France to yeah. uh, London, yeah. I mean, from southern France to London, and I remember what, what my my English was even worse than now. So you can imagine. Yeah. So uh, I remember being in dailies, as we call it in our industry. Yeah. So yeah, you go in dailies, and uh, the the soups were English. I, I, we're English, so yeah. I was barely understanding <laughs> anything. Yeah. So I, I keep saying sorry every two seconds, you know, and sorry, yeah. Sorry, and everyone is saying, and I like this saying, is, yeah. Your English is better than my French. Yes. So it's it's in a way saying, yeah, don't worry about your English. At some point, you're gonna get there. They will pull you up. Exactly. They wouldn't push you down. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the case in France. In France, no. if you have a slight different accent, they're always and trying you go to, to remind buy you. Glasses, for instance, or whatever, you go go and buy a baguette. Vous avez un petit accent. Oui, uh, voilà. <laughs> do you know the thing about the, the, the vous, vous êtes doux, monsieur? Yeah, they're always reminding you. I mean, you. yeah, every 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 now and then, someone is there to remind <laughs> you. <laughs> Even you've been born in this country yeah. and you've done all your life here, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you have a slight different accent, and it doesn't belong to, yeah. Or let's say maybe that person, I don't know. I'm not saying ignorant, but let's say doesn't know all the accents of France. Yeah. Maybe I'm coming from a different, uh, like a small Absolutely. village that we never heard of. And know? actually, you grew up in France. Yeah, you yeah, are French. You know? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm a French Tunisian. Yes. Yeah. So I so, was born and grew up in Corsica. Yeah. Partly, I mean, I, yeah. I lived a little bit in North Africa as well. 
But still, I mean, I, that's I'm, even worse because yeah, you are actually French. Yeah, <laughs> it's not happened to me, but I see it around me. I mean, even yeah. for instance, uh, my mother or my oh, yeah, relatives, absolutely. and uh, even so, my mother. I mean, she she was bless her, God bless her. She she was like, she was speaking French very well. But still, I mean, you can feel it. You can. You're feel always reminded so, that you don't yeah, belong. But it's not the case in London. I mean, in the UK in general, yeah. especially in London, because London is it's it's, uh, it's uh, something else. Yes. but still. It's not the it's I, not perfect I think it's world more again. Of, it's England, London. I wouldn't say England. London I would say is, London. It's yeah. more of a it's melting pot. Like yeah, people yeah, just I mean. come from every... <laughs> sort of New you York. You can see it in the uh, Brexit votes. Yes, <laughs> obviously, obviously. But London is sort of like, you know, New York-like, but obviously nobody be- does it better than New Yorkers because yeah, if the course. second you land in New York, you're, you're from there. Yeah. Nobody cares. It's the same in London, actually. Yeah. You, you're called a Londoner. Even yeah. if you're not born there, nobody which cares. Is ama- you know, yeah, a Londoner yeah. is someone who lives in London. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if he's English or not. English, no one cares. It doesn't matter. A Parisian, you have to have a baguette under your your your. <laughs> <laughs> and that and under that, your armpit and, and uh, that Emily in Paris shit. It just ruined it because yeah, like yeah. I'm 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 always saying and maybe I will do this. Let's let's create a show called Abdullah in Paris. <laughs> I promise you, the first season will be all in the prefecture. Yeah, it's exactly. an, it will be all in the police station trying to yeah. figure out his paperwork situation. Yeah, 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 it yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, this is nice. Oh no, yeah, no, no, yeah. that's like a you know, an American, a white American perspective of what Paris would look like. Yeah, you, you it's like live, living in the, in the in the police station. Yeah, Most, yeah, or, or more or less. You'll yeah. be like, yeah, it will be a whole different show. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. funny still. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry, I, I hijacked your... Please your, don't. We're, yeah. we're here to have fun. Um, where, where was I? Which part? Yeah, so I said, I'm going to... So at this point, point, everything was falling apart, but I didn't want to give up. I don't mm-hmm. give up. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't... I think I didn't have the right tools to, to keep going through this storm. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to start applying for English-speaking jobs to feel value, to make more money, to, to feel appreciated. This career where... You know, Arab-speaking journalists are not fighting for their rights. And whenever you push, they pull back. They're like, no, no, we, we, we like it this way. I'm like, you're doing the same job that, that other people are doing for three times the money. Yeah. You're actually working longer hours. And you're getting paid one-fourth. And less appreciated. And less appreciated. You know, and it's just humiliating. And and th- there was no way to change it. So I thought I said to myself, you know what? Well, I speak all these three languages. Why do I don't I like? If you speak more yeah. than three languages, actually. I I, I mean, at the time <laughs> I did. Now yeah. now there's yeah. a fourth language yeah, yeah. added to the to the to the equation. <laughs> so many. Um, but then you meet people who speak five and six, and you're like, yeah, true. You shrink. You're like, oh, oh, and, and I thought I had something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't always brag about it. No, I agree. I agree uh, with you. It depends on who you're talking to. I think. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So I started applying for English networks, mm-hmm. and I am somebody who's not scared of failure. I okay. think that's what saves me every time. I just throw myself in the middle of the flame. You know, I, if I don't know how to swim, I'm gonna jump in the water first, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna learn how to swim. You know, I'm not afraid of failing. That's that's the one thing. So I started applying for these networks. I started job hunting. I'm talking to editors. I'm like, I'll come have a coffee. Oh, you're gonna you you have ten minutes. Ten minutes is all I need. Just just let's let mm. me just show you my resume mm. and and just because for me, I don't believe in emails. Uh, I think I think email is 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 a point of contact, but you gotta meet people face to face. Makes mm-hmm. makes a lot of difference. So I apply for these English speaking jobs. One of them, they actually needed somebody. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, come over for a job interview. Mm-hmm. It was Eurosports. Mm. And, um, and they're like, come over. Let's when, sh- when was that? This was 
the end of November 2019. Okay. Yeah. So before before COVID. More before or less. COVID, yeah. there was no COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe there was a case or two. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was in China. And we, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I go. They, they, they're like, all right, we're we're gonna try you. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try you. So, and the one thing that's that's good about them is that they they gave me the chance to shadow. When you say shadow, I'm I don't know if people are familiar with that. That means you just walk. You you spend three or four days mm-hmm. next to the people who actually are doing the job. So you're just watching. Mm-hmm. All you do is watch. Um, and uh, a friend of mine at the time who actually helped me get the job was in that day he was doing the shift okay and he just threw me in the middle of it and i'm like you <laughs> motherfucker he's my friend I, he's such a nice lad by the way i'm like you motherfucker you know and he just puts me he's like okay so now you're gonna write the whole thing i'm like what me and he's like yeah you just so i wrote i recorded and i voiced and i did the whole thing and it's like you know, you can't fall behind. There it's are live. deadlines. And it wasn't, the recording wasn't live, but yeah. like your bulletin has to be finished within two hours oh, wow. because it's okay. going to air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. it's not sent within two hours, then it's not aired, then yeah, questions yeah. will yeah, be asked. Yeah, of course, of course. Then people sense. are, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you're going to do this. Wow. And I mean, I, 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 I appreciate that, but I wasn't ready. But me, who's always throwing himself at things, <laughs> like, sure, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Did I, I mean, did I fuck up that day? I think I couldn't fuck up worse. Like I couldn't do it worse. Mm -hmm. I messed up big time, big time. And I never freaked out more in my life. And the realization there, I was, I was embarrassed. It was embarrassing. It was such an embarrassing day. The realization was for me, Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they can see it, Yeah, yeah. but me, I'm not ready for this job. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna make it two, two or three shifts like this. They're going to be like, thank you. We've given you your chance uh, mm. another time, maybe not now. Mm-hmm. So I come back, I'm improving. The second day, I'm better. The third day, I'm better. Still not the required level. Mm-hmm. And I realized I need time. I need time. I'm going to get there, but I need time. I'm not going to make it in, in the deadline. Because like these are like, there are Americans running this network. Mm. Eurosports is run yeah, by Americans. Yeah. And Americans, they have that. They, they, they know if, you, if they see progress, They'll push you. Mm. They they wouldn't pull you down. They'll mm-hmm. push you up. Mm. So yeah, they, they they will let me do this for a while, but at one point they'd be like, "This is not for you." So I was freaking out, along with everything that was happening in my life. So that added to the storm. That did not help. So I'm panicking, and I'm like, I'm entering this depressive mode. I'm depressed, but not. It's not a chemical thing. Mm. It's it's like it's my my life. It's situation that I can fix. But I am desperate for a moment. Mm-hmm. I am desperate for things to calm down for a second because you're in the storm. I can't see and I'm falling apart. And if there's like a star out there, something that just will help me come out of this, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to make it. I'm falling apart. My personal life, it's, it's you know, frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's dreadful. I just can't do this. So I remember this and it was the most, I mean, I'm not a believer in fate or something, but I'm, I look in the sky and every day before I sleep, I'm like, if the world can just stop for a second, that will be great. I just need the world to just give me a pause because mm. it's too much. A lot is happening. I mean, bear in mind that with Eurosports, I'm working for other networks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's this guy who gets a weird flu in China and the second guy and the third guy. And it's really bad. I, I mean, mm. he, I'm not going to make it sound like it was... You know, 
I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was horrible. I mean, people died. It's, it's the worst thing, you know. Of course. But a few weeks later, the world stops. And yes, you asked for it. <laughs> and and we're, we're, we're locked in. And so you're going to have to spend time in your house. And you, there's no pressure. You don't have to go to work. Yeah. You know, and you can just sort your shit out. And for me, I mean, I don't want to sound like, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm insensitive or like the pandemic was yeah, a yeah, great yeah. thing. No, 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 no. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But it worked for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, the pause you asked for. That's exactly what I was looking for. Just a pause. So I realized that I got I to gotta take time and work on myself. I figured that the reason things were falling apart is that I was working hard on the outside, whereas work should have been done inside, mm -hmm. here in my head. It's my mindset. Mm -hmm. You cannot go out to the world and hope to succeed as a victim. It's not gonna happen. If, if everything that's bad in your life is everyone else's fault, you're not gonna go anywhere, trust me. And it's a universal rule, whatever you're pursuing. So I get into, and I did this and it was a bit, I, I'm sure it came across with my partner as, as a bit aggressive, but I was desperate and I needed to save myself. You know when the, I love this thing about like when you're, you're, you're taking off in a plane and they're yeah. like giving you the safety procedures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think it's a universal rule that you should think about everywhere in your life. They say, before you help anybody, make sure you put on your oxygen mask for yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't breathe, you can't help. The, you can't help yeah, anybody. Of yeah, it makes sense. So I was like, it's if not I, selfishness. It's uh, it's more actually. It's the, quite the opposite. It's it's if you save yourself, you will be able to save others. If you're not breathing, yeah. you're not operational to save anybody. Absolutely, yes. So I was suffocating, and I needed to focus on myself. So I I go into the guest room, and I lock it, like as in. You can't go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm locked in. You're locked out. That's just because it was the only way for me to block the world. Mm -hmm, I just needed to be in my own head mm -hmm, for mm -hmm, a while. Mm -hmm. So I'm in this room and I'm like, this room is my brain. This room is my mindset. Mm -hmm. I got to reconfigure everything. So I take time. Um, I worked on my professional skills, whatever mm -hmm. that job at Eurosports required. Mm -hmm. I was doing it five hours a day. Mm -hmm. I wake up at seven have my coffee, slow, you know, mm. slow morning, because I need slow mornings. <laughs> but from eight to one, I'm doing the whole thing. I'm simulating the whole thing. I'm writing, editing, reading, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm doing it over and over and over just to get up to that pace mm -hmm. that's required at work. Because mm -hmm. I just can't go and, and, and fuck up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's a great opportunity and it's a great place to develop yourself. I worked on my mindset regarding everything else that was happening in my personal life. And... I also read a lot of books uh, and I, you know, I entertained myself as well. I worked out really hard, like working out because I think if you're locked on a place for a couple of weeks, it gets to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mental health was important. Yeah, yeah. So I was working out uh, three hours a day. I was entertaining myself, watching fun things, downloading super crazy video games. I think Red Dead Redemption at the time and, and Days Gone and all that. I was, I was, you know, I made it a great time i made i made a great time out of it mm -hmm. all right it was you basically took, you, took, you took advantage of that that pause i never took advantage of a situation better than that one mm -hmm. you know it was everything i needed so i was in a such an appreciative mood mm -hmm. I, I appreciated that i mean where else in the world you just look in the sky and you're like 
I just need the whole world to stop for stop. a second. Yeah, yeah. And he did. For more than a second. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. And again, I, I'm not sure I should be laughing about it. No, it, no, no, but I completely see what, where, you're, where you're coming from. So for you, you were in, let's say, a weird situation. Yeah. And you needed that pause. Yeah. Well, you did not cause it. I can reassure you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you look at the sky and you say, can I have like... Uh, five minutes. Yeah, five minutes or few yeah. seconds or few... And <laughs> <laughs> <a> few years. <laughs> but I completely see where you're... It's not... Yeah, I mean, you are ap appreciative of that yeah. situation because, yeah, I mean, it worked out very well for you. Yeah. But again, you're not, you're not the cause... Of, no, of the pandemic. Obviously, so. <laughs> I think yeah, so. No, of course, no, no, no. I, I, um, I, I totally see where, where you're coming from. Yeah. So I come out of that room. It's like you know. I think you can relate to this. Have you seen Dragon Ball Z? Of course, of course. I did. Yeah. So my generation, yeah. I think people my generation, yeah, yeah, yeah. they have this room where you like if if an enemy is coming within 24 hours because they're yeah, interplanetarian yeah. or whatever, they enter this room where time freezes and they can train for years yeah, and come yeah. out stronger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas outside that room, only 24 hours. I come out of that room. A different person mm -hmm. a different mindset i read so much i've been through a lot in that room it's it felt like i mean i'll be exaggerating when i say a lifetime but it, it felt like a long time of reflection mm. like uh, some sort of like pelerinage mm. you know mm. you know when you go to the indian river or whatever yeah, or yeah, Hajj yeah. Or yeah, the, yeah, yeah. it was a spiritual Pre experience yeah, for yeah. me yeah, yeah i come out very different and uh from that point on Life just kept getting better. I, I go to Eurosports, whatever it used to take three hours, took 20 minutes. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm flying. I'm having so much fun with it. I look at my um, income and I'm, I go to Eurosports managers and I'm like, you guys have Bundesliga and things like that. Can I just, you know, get my chance there? And they're like, what, you want to direct? I'm like, yeah, but whatever. I just want to watch. And they're like, okay, you can go watch. So I start watching. I start talking to the people directing those games and, and they give me contacts of places where I can go commentate those games. Mm. And so that expands your network and I'm commentating games and then I'm directing games and then... That's unbelievable. The, so Please do. Wait, wait, wait one second because <laughs> to, we have to put things in, into context. So, very fast, yeah. Yeah, quickly. I will be... No, I, I am I, being very fast. No, 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 don't worry. Yeah, because <laughs> first of all, you are trying to be... Uh, to direct or to be a commentator, mm -hmm. not in your <laughs> mother tongue. No. <laughs> not in your native language. I know. And you never, I think you never lived, if I, my informations are, information are, yeah. are, are, I mean, if I have good information, you never lived, uh, in, uh, I mean, in an in English speaking country. I, I did for a short period. Yeah, but what, six months? I mean, yeah, uh, whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's nothing. No, no, no. But yeah, English is, yeah. It's your third, <laughs> your third language. It is my third language. Yeah, so, or even fourth, maybe. So, uh, third. Yeah, so English is your third language. It's yeah. not even, it's not near close your mother tongue language. Yeah. And uh, not all of a sudden, but because of your mindset and yeah. how you took advantage of the, the word. Uh, Post, I mean the the the, the pandemic situation. Yeah. So you were able to yeah to work on your on yourself yeah. and be able to I mean to master because commentating. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. Again, again, people I can do it. I mean, but people uh, take it for granted. I think what really got me to cross all those boundaries, like limits. I wouldn't call yeah. them limit uh, boundaries, but limits. It's like limits, people are yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm an, I'm a Tunisian. I can never be commentating. Yeah. I think yeah, you yeah. you just don't fear failing because guess what. I fucked up in commentating as well. 
but yeah, but, if, but then course. you get better. It's a craft. Yeah, I mean that's how, that's how we that's how we learn. I mean, yeah, you, you never it's, it's impossible to do perfect things from the from as, I mean absolutely never would be perfect from the first start. It's impossible. I mean, you have to go little by little and yeah, train and uh, yeah. fail and yes, and of course, m most importantly, in my opinion, if you are surrounded with good people, in my opinion, good people are people who are giving you. Um, not yeah, positive feedback, but in a, in a good sense, like uh, yeah, like not destructive feedbacks. Exactly. Or, yeah, it has to be constructive feedbacks. Actually, yeah, it's something that could help you for for long term. Like uh, they see something, they give you feedback that you know that will yeah. push you up. Not like uh, yeah, I don't like it, but why? Why you don't like it? What's the reason for it? So yeah, I think this is important, but not, this is not the main reason why yeah. you are succeeding. But this, I think, in my opinion, is one of the reasons. For reasons yeah uh, yeah sorry yeah no there's no sorry we're, we're discussing <laughs> um i don't i don't give an ear i don't listen to people with no legitimate experience of course yeah you know i would not listen to somebody it's like Lionel messi taking feedback from somebody who's playing uh you know outdoors in front of their house like, <laughs> you, you know messi i don't like the way <laughs> okay, thank really, you. <laughs> like i would never i would never dare give feedback to Lionel messi about football of course is Lionel messi exactly yeah and in that same scale i always like in terms of journalism i look mm. to people ahead of me and I, I i'm always looking for feedback but like for people with more experience in life um you know but there's also a self-esteem thing where like not anyone is entitled to tell you who you are or like anything about yourself mm -hmm. you know this is the problem also with social media and this, yeah, yeah this is where people call me a dictator oh, like how dare you close comments <laughs> or like you don't want people to debate with you yeah i don't want people to debate with me because you're not in a legitimate place to of tell course. me anything about myself yeah of course who are you you don't know me yeah, yeah, yeah. so why why do why would i give you that chance you I, did will not not... I did not open the door for you i mean yeah uh, even if i'm sharing few things yeah. with you that doesn't mean you own me <laughs> that doesn't mean you can talk about me yeah, and who exactly. i am you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and and people you know choose to sort of um those who i shut down on social media sort of go and troll me on their own walls or mm. like do that i'm perfectly fine with that you can say whatever you want as long as it's not on my personal space and um, it doesn't bother me i don't get my self-esteem and this is also something i needed to work on um in the in the lockdown because mm. i i've let i've made myself vulnerable to people i care about in my life and i've let them decide for me who i am i think that's part of the struggle that I had for years trying to figure out who I am. Mm. Because again, in America, you're not American. In Tunisia, you're not Tunisian. Yeah. In Egypt, so who I am or who am I? I mean, that's, that's a question I struggled with. And uh, at one point, I've let people close to me in my mm. world mm. tell me who I am. Mm. And I think that was a big mistake. And uh, you know, now I know exactly who I am. And, and it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. You can't answer that question that easily. I, I know. I mean, I think uh, you can relate to that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because so for me, as you know, I was born and partly grew up in, in France. Yeah. My parents are from Tunisia. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> at some point in on my life, I think I just already discussed this in, in one of the episodes. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah. what I meant is you go to Tunisia, not Tunisian. So you have like an identity crisis. Yeah. And you are in France, you don't feel in yeah. French. And I discussed a little bit as well uh, with the. Uh, relation with death because yeah. for instance in France for some reason if I want to uh, you know die beneath its ground as a Muslim yeah. I, I, will, I will need to go or let's say to a, a Muslim square which is unfortunately it's not available available they're everywhere. not yeah, there yeah. Isn't. I mean in Corsica for instance is there one or not there isn't so okay. I have a friend of mine who 
passed, I mean, uh, he passed away. Passed away at the age of 18, and he never lived in Tunisia. He no, he doesn't he, he don't know where where he's. So Tunisia. what happened? They they sent him back to Tunisia. They they buried buried wow. him in Tunisia. So which for me it's it it shocked me because so the the this this kid 18, 18 years old this kid this kid was born grew up in Corsica and never knew anything about Tunisia except whatever uh, his parents told him. You yeah. Know? I think he went there maybe once or twice, which is nothing. It's like you go to Greece for vacation. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah. No, you can't relate. Relate. It's like I don't know. It's you like, can't relate to Tunisia. Yeah. It's like exactly. It's like I, I was born and grew up in Corsica, and you bury me in in Canada. Yeah. And you see what I mean? It's I like, absolutely okay, I let get me, it. Uh, let, let me let, let's send this guy to Canada. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. So yeah. for me, it doesn't make sense. So I grew up. I had some identity crisis growing up. Yeah. But fortunately. At some point, I said, I don't have to choose. No, I can be both. I can be French, Tunisian. I can be whatever I want. I mean, I can be yeah, whatever I want. I can be. I'm not British, but I, if I wanted to be, I could be. I could relate to that. Yeah. So I, I could yeah. understand what you're. What I you're think saying. that's the answer eventually, but it doesn't. It doesn't come that easy. I think no. eventually you're like I'm all of those places, and the, the 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 thing that unlocks that or enables that is to stop caring about what people think of you oh, or yeah. who you are. Like people is, are not. Are gonna, you driving your life, or is uh, people yeah. are driving it? That's people the th that's are the not entitled. To ask. People exactly. are not entitled to tell me who I am. No, so totally that's agree. for me. That's a boundary, uh, and and, and that, uh, so that's why they're calling you a di dictator because they you're not let, yeah, letting. Yeah, I, I, in, I, I said, my, but I don't feel responsible for what people think about me. No, of course. So I, you can think whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So I think that's uh, yeah. But like, um, and people, you know, on social media, <laughs> people. Uh, my my ideas or whatever I try to do on social media is I notice that when it comes to Tunisians, it doesn't leave them indifferent. Mm. So they're either like with you all the way yeah, 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 yeah. or against you all the way. But I little little do you find people It's like a prophet. Yeah. Basically. They treat you like a prophet. So it's like in a way. I mean uh, it's it, either yeah, I like you, like yeah. uh, they adore you or, or they, they deny they you hate your guts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There is no middle ground, I, unfortunately. I, yeah, yeah, and I'm a bit extreme in my opinion because I'm like I'm not gentle. I'm like you know. I disagree, but okay. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. From the outside, maybe you know better. But like, no, I don't know better, but just from my from yeah. my perspective, I don't think I don't think you're you're too extreme because at some point, if you don't shut that door, yeah, yeah, I mean, no one will do it for you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I I know, but I think I think I mean, people think there's when I go back to Tunisia, I'm always. Mm it always strikes me how much time people have that they just don't exploit. <laughs> That's unbelievable. There, there's yeah. time and they're just yeah. no, doing nothing about it. So they spend it on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people troll and commentate and respond and it, it goes forever. I'm like, you guys think I have the energy for that or, or the time for that? People are like, you don't have the argument. That's why you blocked me. Man, I have the argument and I have the time. You're just not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not worth my time. My time is money. I, I mean, you know, if I'm spending my time on something, it's either money or pleasure or rest. I'm either resting yeah. or having fun, yeah, a good yeah, time, yeah, yeah. or I'm working and I'm doing it for money. Of course. Out of those three, it's hard to find me spending my time on, man, look mm. at this. I mean, <laughs> death, yeah. <laughs> that's going to happen to all yeah, of us. Of course, yeah. So don't waste so, your time. Sooner or later, 
Yeah, that's, so, that's gonna happen. And what's the story with this guy? Because ah. this is like a, a Jawa, and they steal things. And and yeah, he's exactly. been, he's been standing next to my phone for a while now. He's he's, he's going to steal your phone, <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> I would move your phone. <laughs> oh man, that's a good point. Yeah. But that's a reminder. It's me. It's a reminder for me to say. Yeah, yeah. He's you, pointing a Jedi sword at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is to remind you that I'm st I'm still working on visual effects. So you are you yeah. are a VFX man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> um, there is a question I would like to ask if you don't mind. So basically, I don't. Uh, so in Tunisia, as you were said, sometimes people not everyone, but uh, sometimes people take things relatively easy or easier, or let's say they feel too comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and. I know that you start working at pretty young age, yeah. which is quite unusual, I would say. 15, I think. Wow, yeah. 15 yeah. years old, it's uh, quite young, especially, uh, I don't know what's your fam family background, but yeah. uh, I'm I think you're coming from middle class uh, family. It's, it's an absolutely normal family. My yeah. father's salary was 800 dinars, which at the time was like 600 euros or mm. something like that, at the time, right? Yeah. And um, only he worked in the family. My mother decided to stay home. Mm. Um, and 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 we grew up like everybody. So I mean, you could you you did not you you was not a, like you. It's not like a, no one put a gun on top of on your head and said you have to go to work. You you decided by yourself to go and. I I needed an environment where I can escape. So school you, you was, were not okay. You were not comfortable. Uh, I hated school. Okay. School was a nightmare. This is part of why my main cause on social media, the, the main thing I'm tackling, mm -hmm. is education back mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. School is 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 it feels like prison. Mm -hmm. It's not a fun experience. Mm -hmm. We live in prison for for eighteen years. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of prison time. My best years, I would say. You know, I, they, and uh, you learn absolutely nothing, mm -hmm. and it's destroying everything about your character. It's it's destroying creativity. Mm -hmm. It's destroying the joy of life. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm talking about the Tunisian experience, right? Because mm -hmm. people in New York, I don't think they can relate, or people in London, or even here in yeah, France. Yeah, yeah. I see kids going to schools like Jeanine Manuel, where mm -hmm. like the, the sons of Nicolas Sarkozy go. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's a paradise. Like I'll I'll just move and live there instead. Of course, yeah. So yeah. you know everyone can relate to their mm -hmm. own experiences. Tunisian school is an environment that destroys you when you're your most fragile age mm -hmm. it doesn't give you the chance to grow and so they strip you out of everything mm. and and they give you these blocks that sort of makes you he heavy too heavy to move from one place to another mm -hmm. when i was 14 i was bullied I, bullying has 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 reached levels that i couldn't from whom from the teachers? everybody but mainly the teachers okay yeah. i'm always i've been always challenging teachers mm. i'm always a challenger authority it's challenging challenging in terms of uh, whatever they they they, they present mm. as, as the truth okay. in school yeah, yeah 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 science literature um religion math mm. Mm. i'm always a challenger in terms of like well how do you know that well it's just it just yeah, is of course i'm like well it just is doesn't work for me yeah yeah, yeah. come out here you get hit <laughs> get wow. back there shut up you know and that's the culture mm. you know so i think I, at the age of, at the age of 14 i couldn't take it anymore and my dad noticed that and it was like a severe depression i didn't mm. even know i was depressed i stopped mm. going to school as of january i stopped going to school and um yeah so i'm in the middle of the year in the middle of the year okay, and they yeah. didn't know Oh, I'll, okay, I'll just yeah. go out and, and, and play. And, do and, they know now? <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> I had fun with my time. I'm like, I'm not going to live like this. And I, I was 14. 
yeah. I'm not going to live like this. Um, so I just, um, I just started going out playing with my friends or whoever I meet in the street. Because mm. there's back then there was a culture where you just go out and play. People mm. now play with video games and tech, yeah, but yeah, back yeah. then we used to yeah. just go out. Mm. I think we were we are the last generation that played on the streets and inside. I mean, I, uh, with I video games, so. yeah. People just don't go out and play. Yeah, not, not anymore, unfortunately. I think it's unfortunate in my opinion, but of course it's, yeah, unfortunate. it's unfortunate. How, how would you learn the social skills? Exactly. And how to yeah. How do you build a so social network? I mean, as a kid, you how know? do you develop? Like, I see, I see, I see my. This is another story, but I see like my nephews and 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 uh, oh, my my cousins. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're so little. I'm like, no, they're, <laughs> no, they're they're actually my cousins from my uncle, um, and they're. Um, they don't have social skills. They don't yeah. relate in, in, in a way that when I was their age, I'm just, you know. Um, because, yeah, I, I, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but again, I mean, parents, uh, schools can't teach you everything. I mean, you need You need society. More or less, you need, if, you, in a way. Yeah, in, you need the society way. Yeah, in, around you to teach you other things, yeah. which is, in my opinion, which is more important than everything else. I think so. And yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. I still don't, I mean, I have 18 months old uh, yeah. son. Congratulations, <laughs> Adam, little Adam. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. So Adam is, yeah, I, if, if I think for him on the next, I don't know, 10 years, I'm yeah. a little bit worried because yeah, well, <laughs> where, yeah. where he's going to play. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. There's yeah, TikTok exactly. generation there. The, 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 the tic, what's it called? TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. They're like looking at you and they, 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 they think they can scroll you up and move to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> no, I'm like I'm no. I I'm, feel like I'm, a dish some, some, yeah. sometimes, you know, like you're, you're on the menu. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why aren't mean... you dancing? Where's the music? <laughs> <laughs> and the next one. And yeah. The, and the we, next we one. We will do another episode, but because I, I don't think this one would be enough. Yeah. So when in the in the next one in the part two. All right. I will be dancing. <laughs> be like, oh, oh. Instant gratification. That's yeah. the worst part that they're teaching them. Unfortunately. Like yes. they, and they, they come out to the world thinking that that's how the world works. Yeah. You gotta get it right yeah. away but it doesn't happen and you don't have the patient for it and you're destroyed and you're depressed. And then they're like, oh, wow, we're, this generation is depressed. Well, obviously, because they thought they're going to have it right away. Yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah. work like that. So just to get back to that, yeah, and, and, and I'm going to yeah. be brief uh, yeah, about it. Sure. No, I, I was just too depressed. And so I, I stopped. And then when my final results came in, in, in uh, June, my father was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. I'm like, well, I, have, I told you I don't want to go to school. And you didn't listen. Mm -hmm. So I stopped going to school. And that's when my father really saved my life because he's like, okay, we got to treat this. Because other parents would, would do it the easy way, which is beating the hell out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just talked to me. It's easy. It's just It's easy. the easier it's way. Easy, easy Scare you, yeah, throw yeah, you yeah. to that, and like out of fear of getting beaten up again, you go back to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see that. Uh, he was like, well, what's going on? I said, I don't want to do school anymore. I am not doing school. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, what do you want to do? Said, I want to play video games and do it on television. And this is before YouTubers started doing yeah, yeah, yeah. gaming or whatever. Like 20, the, the, less than, more or less 20 years ago? I think 20, this is 2004. Oh, okay, yeah. Where 16, is that? 17 years ago. 17 years wow. ago, yeah. That's a long time ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, could be. Yeah. I mean, you, you were Relatively. 14, it's already like, uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, okay, we'll do that. Mm -hmm. And see how you feel when you do that. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like going back to school, do that's amazing for me that was already a huge surprise yeah i expected my dad to beat the shit out of me like every other dad yeah my father would, would, would have done the same yeah <laughs> like, hey honey can you get the knives we have a, a 921 here let's deal with this um so he so yeah 
So he's like, okay, write your script, write whatever you want. There was this new network. That's what I thought. It was Hanabal at the time. So uh, Hanabal, it's a private TV it, channel it, it in Tunisia. Tunisia. It was the first, right? It, it was, was the, the first Tunisian uh, the, yeah, TV channel. And he was like saying, it was like they were, they were putting an announcement. Like if you have a show, if you mm. think you're creative, mm. we're, audition we're auditioning people, come over. So I said, I'm, I'm just, I want, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so he said, okay, go for it. And he helped me mm -hmm. um, and he pushed me. And by the time I did it, I was already so happy. I'm like, school doesn't matter now. I can just go and do it. It's, it's, it's going to become such a secondary thing, you know? And I just went and did it. And I couldn't care anymore. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and bizarrely, my results got so much better. Yeah. Because there was no pressure. I am not scared. And I, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I figured out I'm just going to write whatever they want me to write. Mm -hmm. And I'm just gonna get take that creative process and all the things I love about myself mm -hmm. and do them in the television world mm. and keep developing those in that world. Instead of doing it at school. And in school, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna play along. Mm. I'm gonna play the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that's a good thing, but it helped me survive. It helped me survive. And I did survive school and I continued and I was good at it. And my back was excellent. And um but my television career kept on growing. Mm. By the time I was in college, I've already had a pretty respectful resume that mm -hmm. attracted the BBC. Wow. So, so this is how you moved from Tunisia, actually. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was right after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want me? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. What? Yeah. So you. So you. You started. So your. What was your first uh, TV show in Tunisia? Very light. Very light was like. Was uh, called very light. It was called very light because uh, it was very light. Okay. Or that's or so they thought. <laughs> okay. Compared to what they do now in Tunisia, it was super light and okay. super nice. <laughs> okay, it, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like a table with But it was not a idiots. sport because no, you're, so what we you're do, now, now specialized in, not only, in may, among other yeah. things, but in sports. I but, do sports here more than any other thing. But back then it was not about sports. It wasn't. So you would host, I was 15, you would host, um, you would host like, um, you know, important characters, figures, okay. famous people. Could be actors, uh, could be... Yeah, but at the time, you know, before the revolution, those people were real. Like, actors were actual actors, not idiots like you see today. Yeah. Or <laughs> athletes were actual athletes, <laughs> not like the post-revolution Tunisia that we're seeing today. It's, it's, which is, and it's unfortunate and a shame. It's a shame because you, you would think the opposite, actually. You would think after the revolution, things would, would change it's, differently. It's, but uh, yeah. yeah. But, but I agree with you on that. And it, was, it, was, it was a different on time. On this point. Yeah. It was a different time. Um, so, and you would host these people and then uh, you, you would do activities with them. Mm. It's sort of like what, what Conan O'Brien used to do, like take people out for... Oh, wow. Okay. So we would just go out. Yeah, we yeah, go to, yeah. Like there was an episode in the desert on the quads. There was an episode with like p shooting. We were doing parachutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was a camping episode. And, okay. And you would host people like Minister of Sports, mm. like um, uh, actors, you know, people who were just famous at the time, but mm. I was 15. Wow, and that's, just, inc that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm sure you don't realize that, but... I think it was... It was Shihab Risi who was the producer at the time. It was a smart bet because if you put a 15-year-old and you let him do this and he can do it, mm -hmm. people will be like, who the fuck is this kid? Mm. Why did you, like, I'm just going to watch this. Who the fuck is it? They yeah. put a 15-year-old on this. Yeah, yeah. It's going to get people curious. It's a huge gamble, actually. From, it, it was from, a gamble. From, uh, from your producer's side. But it worked. There yeah, was no, sponsors came and, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was wonderful.
That's amazing. So you can see when you're doing an episode like that, and the next day you have school, like, who cares? But was you famous at some point? So can you're like uh, yeah, there was a little there was you. a little glimpse of fame in the high school. Ah, yeah, okay, like, yeah. obviously people from the school, all of them saw it, mm. and so you turn from this bullied geek mm. to this. Oh, it's it's a it's the TV guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, that changes people's attitude towards you. Everyone is being nice, but in a phony way. <laughs> and that teaches you something about life. Yeah, yeah. When you're in a certain position in life, people would be nice to you, but not because of who you are. And so how do you relate to those interactions? I think that was a great lesson quite early in life. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm so proud of you just by hearing yeah. that, that because it's it's so... First of all, it's so unusual. Well, I start working pretty early, actually, yeah. but not in something. I start in Corsica back then because yeah, yeah because it's a touristic place. Yeah. So in summertime, I was watching washing dishes in the restaurants. Oh, why? I, I loved it. I loved it because for me it was like an escape. So I was able because my my parents were super conservative. So yeah, I was not able to go out. I mean, at night, at night yeah. time. So <laughs> to, to escape that, I was working. Yeah. And I was, of course, lying. And I said, yeah, my shift finishes at one in the morning. Oh, and you just lived. Yeah, yeah. so I finished. My shift finishes at 10, yeah. 10 p.m. <laughs> and then I escape. I go and take, uh, you know. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's the way. How, this is how I escaped. It's, yeah. It's uh, less ambitious than yours. But I think it's the typical. There's no ambition there. Like, yeah. Whether it's me or you. It's, it's the things we do when we're kids. Not yeah, about, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Know. So that's, what, that's the way for me to, to escape a little bit of. Uh, what uh, age were you? I was 14, 15. I was not even allowed to work, actually. Oh, okay. Because in France, it's 16. The oh, right. minimum age. To, I mean, you could. You could. Yeah. I mean, I had a, like some letter from my father saying, yeah, he can work. Oh, yeah. It's not called work. It's called he can give a hand or help. You know? <laughs> well, I was not helping. I was properly working. Yeah. You know, were you, were you getting paid at least? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Paid, that matters. I was paid, man. I was paid 1,000 oh, euros. Back that's then. a lot of money for actually, a 14. When I, yeah. When I, actually, when I started, it was not even euro. It, it was Frank. It was Frank. French Frank. I was, I don't know, but it was the equivalent of yeah, one thousand euros something. What like did that. you do I with was it? Like, I was like Pixel, you know the the Donald. Donald oh my God! Uh, you were swimming in money. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a lot of so chocolate and candy. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. So I was throwing my money on top of the bed, and I was jumping like a like a crazy guy. So what did you do with it? Like, did you did you buy something big or like what did you do? Well, I I bought a lot of clothes and uh, and I think I once I bought. I think I bought the Prada shoes or something like that. Yeah, and you, my, my, you, you my bought, father killed me. <laughs> you bought fur and, and bling blings. No, no, not bling bling. I, I was a, a black, super dark. Uh, you were? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was super dark shoes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what I bought, actually. It was super expensive. Was your father like, hey, honey, we have a 336 here. Can you bring the big, you know? No? He just, no, 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 no. He was super upset. Yeah. But uh, he, he was telling me, do you know that the shoes cost more than my car? <laughs> 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 oh my god so yeah I, I that's the first year but then then i start saving well you learn that's, yeah of course this yeah, yeah. again failure that's so, again yeah it's important that's super important and yeah. uh, that's why what that's what i love about you're supposed sorry yeah no go ahead yeah no you're supposed to fuck up in those years of that's, course. that's how mean, you learn when you when you're gonna fuck up then i again yeah if, I, you, I, if you fuck up at 50 well it depends what you uh, <laughs> yeah but if you like if, if you're not good with like yeah but if you're still washing dishes at 50 and some people i know some people can 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 be going through that but yeah no 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 i mean if you like to do it then fine no, no problem uh, yeah yeah it's but like but... it's it's you gotta it's it's the pressure free time like until yeah. 23 24 maybe yeah, 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 yeah. it's the pressure free time it's it's actually the time to go and fuck up job interviews and and mess of up course. this and mess up that 
because then you learn. Because yeah, yeah, when you're yeah, yeah. 27, 28, you don't want to be fucking up at that level. No, it's too late. Yeah. I mean, it's not too late. Look, we never know. I mean, each each person is coming from a different background or perspective mm. or mm. way of living. Some people are coming from, yeah, different background, Yeah, actually. So it's very hard to, it's, it's, not, it's not like a scheme and say, okay, yeah. Gonna, let's do a plan and it's, no. it's not, it's not going to adapt to everyone. It's going to be... Everyone it's, has a, their yeah, own pace. It's, it's a different scenario. It's like characters in four movies. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a completely different thing. There's no rule to the thing. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel like, oh, my friend uh, made it by the age of 25 and, uh, and I'm 25 and I haven't made it yet. The, that makes me such a you know, loser. That doesn't. I mean, no, 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 everyone no, no, has no. their own pace. You know? Of course. Um, Sebastian Vettel became, this is sports, yeah, Sebastian yeah, Vettel became F1. the youngest world champion yeah. at 21, but then he won four. four Lewis yeah. Hamilton, it took him a lot more time. Longer, yeah. But now he's a seven heading into his eighth world championship. So almost double the championships that Sebastian Vettel have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it just, everyone has their own pace to be yeah, ready. I, yeah, I, it's, it's, that's completely true. Yeah. I mean, you, you never know. And for instance, now Red Bull are trying to push Max Verstappen mm -hmm. uh, to, to have the, his championship. Yeah. I mean, to be the youngest yeah. again, because it was, I think it was with Red Bull, right? Yeah, uh, if he doesn't do it this year, I think he, he's not going to be the youngest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he's close. Uh, so, so there's a race that should start in like, uh, I don't know, we're filming the day of the race. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, and this is my my insight, and maybe by the time you air this, the championship would have been sealed. But yes, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I predict, and I could be wrong. Yeah. From what I'm seeing, let's I do. Predict, let's, do let's do a bet. <laughs> I predict Lewis Hamilton to win, and here's really? why. And and now so there's a race that's that's gonna start Qatar's race that's gonna start in yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Verstappen has all the qualities to become the world champion, mm -hmm. but he's young, mm -hmm. he's a rookie, mm. and he's hot headed. And in that last mile where things, this, you know, there are things at the stake and, and the stakes are high mm -hmm. and you got to calm down and not let the adrenaline get into your head. Mm. Lewis Hamilton has been there and he's done that and he knows how to keep calm. Mm. Last race in Brazil, he started from the last position. He ended up winning the race. Yeah, true. With the yeah, calm, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the zen, with the experience. experience yeah. He doesn't panic when, mm -hmm. when things are on the line. He, he pulls himself together. Max Verstappen, yesterday, they were doing the, the cues, mm. and he was having this great lap to qualify first, mm. okay? Lewis Hamilton already crossed the line. He's first. Mm -hmm. You got to run faster to cross the line and come first. Otherwise, you're going to end up second. And somebody has an accident, and so there's a yellow flag. When it's a yellow flag, everything stops. Mm. And Max Verstappen, they told him, you have a yellow flag, so stop your lap. Mm -hmm. Everything is finished. You're going to start second. Mm -hmm. Accept it. Deal with it. He kept on pacing. He kept on pacing and racing. And he didn't slow down, which endangers everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ended up with a warning and a five penalty position grid. Mm -hmm. So he took a penalty for being hot-headed. That's going to really affect the championship today and then in the next rounds. Um, experience is important. Of course. And, and having that composure just being composed and, and mindset, mindset again, again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you. Um, if we if we're on sports, part of the things I sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, part no. of the things I, I saw during the, the 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 confinement that helped me sort of set up my mindset was the last dance, which came during. Oh yeah, yeah. that was the, amazing. The, obviously, it was it was a huge documentary. That's amazing. I mean, I, first of all, before yeah. you, you go, go ahead. on, what strikes me is the control that Michael Jordan Jordan have in his image. Yeah, because all those footage was there for like I don't know for thirty years, years and um, no one talked about it. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. He planned everything. He planned it. 
And yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. And this and, is and, unbelievable how and how Michael Jordan sort of put himself like ah oh, Michael Jordan. All right, he he edited the whole thing. He of was, course, he did. so he's like ah oh, Michael Jordan. But let me tell you something. Yeah, only Michael Jordan can do that and get away with it. That's some yeah, true. He can true. Michael Jordan the shit out of the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> there is a reason why we use Michael Jordan to say somebody is excellent. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you're yeah. the Michael Jordan of this or the Michael. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know what? He can get away with it. If you watch the thing, you're like, yeah. No, you know, I loved it. I mean, it's a very nice documentary or series my of documentaries. Favorite part that sort of helped me reset everything. Yeah. And this is we go back to the idea of of being a victim. Yeah. This is what they did facing the Detroit Pistons. They had a series of constant confrontation. At one point, they were the two best teams in the NBA, mm -hmm. and that meant meeting late in the season for the championship. In 88, they play the semifinals of the NBA, mm -hmm. and the Chicago Bulls were up and coming. Mm -hmm. They were on a going up curve, mm -hmm. and the Detroit, Detroit Pistons were already there, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. um, the Chicago Bulls play well to a point that puts the Pistons in a difficult position. Mm -hmm. So the Pistons start doing this thing where they're hitting under the belly. Punches, elbows, knees, just they will take you down. You're up in the air, they will just take you down. Mm -hmm. And they were hurting everybody. Mm -hmm. And the Chicago Bulls complained and were like, what the hell is going on? They're beating the hell out of us and this is illegal. The laws at the time did not protect them. So they lost mm -hmm. and they were out of the game mentally. And they were like, ah, oh, they, they, that was unfair. They, and they fell into that victim mm. mindset. Mm. The, the next year, they come back, they're even more skilled, 89. They're more skilled. And the Detroit Pistons, right ahead, they start beating, they start provoking, they start punching. Michael Jordan is out of the game in his head. He's pissed. Everyone is pissed. They lose. Mm -hmm. They come back the third year, and there's one choice to make. You're either going to bitch about it and lose, mm -hmm. or you're going to figure out that to win this, not only you gotta, you got to be the best at the game, which the Chicago Bulls were, mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to take the hits. Of course. You have to train to take those punches because you know what? No one is going to step in and no one is going to help you. Mm. That's the way it is. Mm. You want to beat the Pistons? Stay in the game. Mm. When they're punching you in the face, when life hits you, because life is difficult and that's how life works. Yeah. When you take the hits, keep going. Get up and go. And that's exactly what they what they did. They were taking the punches. They, they were taking the elbows. They stayed in the game. Their minds in the game. Their eyes on the on the basket. And they beat the head. They sweep them. They beat the hell out of them. That by game four, eight seconds to the to the end, the Pistons left the court. They were the Pistons were out of the game because they're like, we're beating them and it's not working. So that's the mindset. I mean, I think in life, be ready to take the hits. Yeah. You go out and you're like, oh, I'm working hard, but it's not working because you're not ready for the hits. When life punches you, you're like, oh, oh, that hurts. Well, hell yeah, it does hurt. Yeah, I think that's the problem of our generation, actually, because uh, in my opinion, it's yeah. our, our generation doesn't accept criticism in a good way sometimes. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, maybe we are less sensitive, but the future generations, maybe because of social media, or I don't yeah. know what's the reason, but they, you feel like, uh, yeah, they are like um, playing, playing uh, defensive, defensive yeah. way. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we're trying to. I mean, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm uh, offend you. Sorry, I'm just trying to, you know, to advise if I can. You can, you can take it or don't. I mean, you can either take it or not. But uh, yeah, that's. I think that's my problem with this generation, at least ours, which are super sensitive to crit criticism, good criticism again, yeah, constructive criticism. I mean, yeah, 
I don't. Um, I can't talk about that like uh, in, in in a general sense because you know you have to have the stats and all that. I mean, oh, of course, I have like yeah, yeah. German. No, th that's well, my that's yeah, the yeah, way. Your, I mean, your the, experience. My feeling, my I, I have yeah. I have quite the similar experience. Although I learned like not to get into people's life. I you know when we talk about reaching your dreams and and, and I'm not and, necessarily and, sorry. Not yeah. yeah. I have to be more precise. Sorry, I'm not talking about your dreams. No, For no. For instance, I'm talking about my job vfx and someone yeah. is coming into the industry oh they're they're coming for yeah, feedback exactly and they're yeah. coming for feedback and you say better we do it like this that this is my opinion you don't have yeah. to take it but if you're asking for advice i mean this is this is a i mean this is how it should be yeah this is how it should be based on my experience yeah etc etc so sometimes unfortunately in my opinion a lot of people especially a, a lot of people reaching out uh, to me from africa or north africa yeah. mainly and some of them get to some point i mean they let's say yeah let's let's go yeah. ahead and uh, let's try to i'm not saying i'm not everything i'm saying is right no what i'm saying is based on my experience this is more or less how it works because as every industry everything evolved yeah and the evolvement could be like dramatic you know sometimes yeah. in a five years boom sure change, changing everything changes so that's what well, that, that's what i meant sorry that's why I no no i i think i think yeah it's i i i understood your point and uh but I just I sort of learned that people just would get defensive no matter what. Yeah. Like if you if you attack them, if you if they feel attacked, and you're not necessarily doing that, but no, that's like, what, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just your your intention is to say this is how you can do it better, and mm. people just hear it like, oh, you yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you suck at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, only a few times in my life did I like, sort of got aggressive with somebody because they were messing up their life mm. so big. Uh, now I sound like Trump. So big, they mess up their lives. So big, so big new. time, big time. Um, but like, um, I remember doing that once or twice. But it was only because I saw them heading into the mm. final result, which will be against everything they want. And I get a little bit aggressive. I don't regret it, but like, it's it's your last wake up call. After that, I'm not like, I'm not responsible for anything because mm. if you're gonna come to me, because these are people sort of they 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 come for help over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. like. All right, but you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. You don't have the tools. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have two choices. Either you radically, you get into that room mm -hmm. and work on your mindset, mm -hmm. or you accept that you're not going to get it. You mm -hmm. accept that you're not going to be there where you want to be in, in your life. Um, but I also, I also like, if somebody doesn't come to you for feedback, mm -hmm. I, I don't give it. Like, I can see people going the messing up yeah, yeah especially in obviously i'm talking about things that i know really well right like my profession or yeah. like experiences that i've been through myself and um if i see you heading into the cliff yeah and you you, you don't ask me you don't say to me like uh where am i going where does it lead from here i, I wouldn't i just i will let you go because i think if you fall you learn a lot about yourself oh definitely yeah, yeah. sometimes yes and then you remind them a bit, not not to be like. Uh, I, don't, I don't even do the "I told you so" thing. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, not, it's not about this. It's more to an, an analysis yeah. uh, way. No, yeah. okay, look, you did this, that. You you could have pre prevented this. You could have done yeah. it differently. I mean, we we could be. Yeah, everyone could be an analysis in, yeah. uh, in, in, in a way, but it's not. A, I I see I see what I see I see your point. It's not yeah. a good idea, but still, I mean, um, just to. To, to see the, the whole picture, the over, yeah. overall thing, and move on from there. It's like something else as well. Uh, for instance, in my opinion, people now doesn't um, recognize their biases or prejudice yeah. from previously. For instance, Malcolm X. Malcolm yeah. X would, see, would say, um, 
uh, yeah, he, he would say, for instance, um, um, white men, white men and women are devils. Yeah. And he believed it. He believed that. Yeah. And then he said, I changed my mind. Uh, white women and men have two devilish behavior, which is true. We are, have, we all have, yeah. not only white men and women. So, so there is people at some point, in my, in my opinion, yeah. that were able to change their mind and stick to the, what they did before. I mean, yeah. not necessarily stick on it, but um, yeah, change, change their mind, their biased uh, uh, position. Which I don't see nowadays, unfortunately. I mean, you have to be ready or willing to, right? This is a much bigger conversation, but it like, is. you know, I... <laughs> it's just an... No, no, but it's example. important. I mean, yeah. we have the time. It's... Um, when you grow up in an environment and you're about to sort of um, travel to a different environment or sort of experience something different, mm. all right? You got to be willing to change mm -hmm. and change your perspective of things and know that whatever you learn is not the absolute truth, yeah. if, if any, mm -hmm. if any. You know, and you didn't grow up in Tunisia, but I'm sure you're familiar with the Tunisian culture yeah, in, yeah, in a yeah. sense that everyone outside Tunisia is the devil, and that's the culture you grew up with. Everything, yes. everything again, the being a victim, victim. and yeah, blaming yeah, yeah. everybody else for what's wrong in, yeah. in your country, mm -hmm. and it's a similar culture in Egypt where you know everything is 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 um, Jews are responsible for everything that's yeah, that's yeah, bad yeah. in the world. You know, yeah, that's yeah, it's yeah. such an anti-Semitic uh, culture, and, yeah, yeah. and people will just. Put that in your mind, mm. and then the West, the West, the West always like of course. the West hates Tunisia, and that's mm. why they. It's like when you go to America, people are like, "What is? Where, where, where is it? What's Tunisia?" <laughs> yeah. I, I, there was somebody who was like, "Not even where." It was like, "What? What is Tunisia again?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, there is another thing that I started to interrupt. Yeah. Why you are not black? Yeah, yeah, or you're not hunting lions or <laughs> yeah. whatever. They don't know we exist. They don't know exactly. They don't know yeah, we yeah. exist. So you go out, and you got to be willing to 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 see the world differently you you would learn that the other is not the enemy you will get less xenophobic mm -hmm. if there is something wrong or a conflict mm -hmm. you'll start seeing it in a rational way mm. you know i don't want to get into the israeli palestinian but, yeah, yeah. but like once i left tunisia i had a different perspective on things and i learned more and i got into the process of you gotta read you gotta read you gotta know people from from both sides you know, and it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not getting into the point of like who's doing what, but mm. like, you have a much wider perspective that's less emotional and more rational, and that's that's very important in life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, to go back to your Malcolm X quote, I think, I think, you know, it, you gotta always be willing to to evolve and change your perspective. Yes, because as we grow up or evolve. In time, we hope so. Yeah. Because we don't not yeah. necessarily do that. You see things from a different perspective because the effect uh, of everything around you, yeah. uh, everything around you affects you in a certain way. So I think, in my opinion, could change your mind. You might be right, I mean, all along, but at some point, maybe you're not. Especially yeah. when you, this is a racist, racist, racist quote, more or less, because for some people, for I instance, mean, yes, eventually. Mal yeah, it Malcolm is. is for some, some people, he's. He's a black supremacist. He was some uh, to to a certain extreme. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't uh, Muhammad Ali. He wasn't yeah, exactly. Martin Luther. Yeah, but um, for others, he's he's a semi god or god. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So again, that's uh, it depends from which perspective you are seeing it. But now we can not judge history, but we can see it from from uh, yeah twenty first century perspective, just to see if we can. Because of course, Malcolm X is super important to uh, human he's, he's history. Part of human history. Yeah, and. I mean, uh, whatever he did, 
he affected our life we like it or not he affected history so he affected our our life yeah. we like it or not so we we don't we're not necessarily judging judging it but we can see where he's coming from and how he evolved yeah. he evolved although funny enough i mean not funny but like tragic enough i would say that the united states is still right where malcolm x and martin luther king did started change, in my you know, opinion yeah. right yeah, like, yeah no. it's 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 phenomenal no that's true actually it yeah. did not change uh, like <laughs> the <laughs> fights are still the same <laughs> it's the same you know yeah they said they they're not like yeah there is no separation between races races i would say it but couldn't it's be not, more racist yeah, you go to america and it couldn't be it couldn't get more racist um, yeah that's i totally agree with you yeah on that master firas master yeah you're What's, a master I'm a, I'm a, you're mastering many skins oh. <laughs> Look at me. I, I, I got it. I got I figured it out. <laughs> you will not steal my phone. <laughs> yes, yes, man. I don't have a bar news. Now, yes, <laughs> yesterday when we had coffee, you brought to my attention that the De Jedi's traditional clothing is yes. actually Tunisian. It is. Because that's exactly Tunisian. what we wear. Yes, we are. And I never made the link. And the Troglodyte uh, uh, caves as well, they're ours. Yeah, I mean, I know that. The, Thank the, you very much. No, no, I know that the <laughs> whole George location. Lucas, George Lucas. George Lucas. <laughs> I mean, Tatooine is the state, the southern state in Tunisia. Yes, Tatooine is just changing a little bit the and, name. Yes. And those homes do actually exist. People they live do. underground. They do. It's, it's been there for 3,000 years. And, but the people wear those clothes. True. The Jedi clothes. I can't do any movie about so Jedi. We're, about we're, actually, we're actually the real Jedis. We are. We're we the are. Jedis. Yeah, we are. <laughs> In the sense, we are actually. Cool. Yeah, so thank you very much, George Lucas, for that. I love that. <laughs> and Tarek Ammar as well, because uh, yeah, he uh, I did think it. without him, we won't be able to... This is what I mean when I say back then... Filmmakers were actually filmmakers before the revolution in Tunisia. Tarek Ben Ammar, I mean, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Michael Jackson's history yeah, concert yeah, yeah. that he brought to Tunisia in Almanza, where there was no Qatar, there was no Dubai, there was yeah. none of that back then. Here you go. You're don't, no, no, here, yeah. no, but like there was, there was, we had, we had something. You know, I don't want to be like living in the past. No, 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 no. But, you know, we grew up in a country. Mm. Where we had when was Michael Jackson? 1996? 96, I yeah, think. Yeah, 96, I think. Yeah. Like Tunisia used to host all these. Yeah, yeah. And now it's yeah, different. Carthage Theater was amazing. Are you kidding me? Huge. I mean, one of the best in the world, I can say that. But now. It was a different time. It was a different time. Since you, you bring up Qatar and uh, yeah. all the Gulfic Persic countries, does yeah. it bother you when you see three countries owning Premier League? Uh, uh, clubs are we talking football now yeah <laughs> um i am not i am not part of the premier league you know it's not my decision to make so it, it wouldn't no, get no, to a point where it bothers me but it is a, it is something that, that we need to, not, not necessarily, to reflect sorry to interrupt you yeah because i think russia not russia yeah but uh yeah abrahamovic well, is owning chelsea he's russian and apparently people say maybe it's yeah, is Russia who's owning the, the, the There's club. a lot of... And I'm not, I don't know, yeah. actually, because I, I, I'm an ignorant. So that's yeah, why I'm I, asking. I'm, I'm not like... I mean, I know, you know, I don't know more than the things you read in the press because that's what where yeah. I, you know. But um, I think football in many ways is used to money launder, mm -hmm. for, for, for money laundering. And also it's helping... It's a PR thing that mm -hmm. certain countries are doing to to clear themselves yeah, of out course. of certain things, mm -hmm. uh, human right, you know, human right issues and and these regimes that so are. So it doesn't matter. Um, it does matter. It absolutely does matter. If it, the West, I think the West is is letting go, and this is in a much bigger sense. 
they're letting go a lot of their values mm. for money yeah. these yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they managed to beat communism, by injecting money there. And that's how their values are getting killed, by injecting money into them. But th- does, uh, does communism still exist? I'm not it sure does, but that. I mean, it, not in the sense where it was like a force, like a force that dominated the world. Yeah, because uh, I mean, from, from but me, China is coming back, so. Yeah, but it's not communism. They're not, they're not, it's, the economic system, it's, it's not, they're not it's, communist. Everyone is, a, everyone is a capitalist. Just yeah, like, that's, that's the thing. That's the Everyone is, yeah, exactly. The, political regimes or regimes that are just, they can pretend that's to true. be something else. Yeah, I Everyone, yeah. capitalism mm. is the human nature. It is, I agree with that. Anything else mm. is not human nature. Yeah, yeah, but for instance, I, I like a lot, and sometimes I talk about the um, Scandinavian countries. Yeah. It's their, their capitalist, the economic system yeah. is capitalism, but it's, uh, they are socialist countries, so. They managed to, they succeeded to find a balance. It's unbelievable. They succeeded love, to find I a balance. I love the way how they, the humans treat their humans. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think anybody would, would love that if it wasn't for the long night hours. Oh, wow, yeah. That's, that's where I'll be, you know. I mean, that's unbelievable. If you, are, if you wanna have kids, I think, I think Sweden, that's, for instance, would be the right place to go because paternity leave is two yeah, years, for or, instance. Or the Netherlands, I think. But those, yeah, those yeah, countries true. in general yeah, sort of figured it out. I, don't, I won't say, I won't, yeah. It, that's similar, actually, in a way. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're pretty similar. Even the way. languages are not that, the, oh, no, Swedish, no, I think it's Norway. I'm thinking of Norway because they speak, or is it the Danish? I remember because I speak Dutch. It's one yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. one of those countries. And now people are gonna feel like I'm offending them because I'm mixing <laughs> it all together. Sweden, Denmark. I think. Don't worry, we don't have any audience from Scandinavian good, countries. Good. I hope so. <laughs> I think that that um, Denmark, the the Danish language is not that far from uh, from the Dutch language, and the mm. cultures are not, you know, that different. Yeah, it makes sense. So yeah, it, it, I don't know if it, this bothers me or not. The fact that countries own uh, like cl- football clubs. clubs, and for instance, not only in, in the UK, actually, even in France. I mean, what what bothers you? Go. It bothers me, for instance. I don't know. What's the difference, for instance, between Marseille of Bernard Tapie and per- Paris of uh, the Qataris? Oh, all the differences in the world. Yeah, that's the <laughs> I thing. Mean, I mean, <laughs> there's per- the, there are differences on the pitch, and there are differences off the pitch. Which one do you? Which ones so, do you want? So <laughs> 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 which one, the shortcut? <laughs> because I know I could I could talk with you about this for quite some. For there quite there, some there is corruption on both sides. Yeah, I know that. But but Bernard Tapie's team had heart. Paris Saint Germain doesn't, and that's why Bernard Tapie's team won the Champions League, and is the mm-hmm. only French team that did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the first and the last. For now. Yeah, for now. Yeah. And PSG will keep coming back and maybe they will do it eventually, but look at the many times they, they failed. They were close at some point. They keep failing and I'm always sure they will fail. It's not a team at the moment. Do you see, do you see it as a team? I'm not a football specialist, yeah. but... If you're managing PSG, you're not managing a team. You're managing egos. Yeah, that's... You're managing mm. stars and ego and who's going to play and who doesn't and which position. you can, And that doesn't allow a manager to, to actually apply his tactics and think about actually winning the games and, mm. and creating a pattern of success it's not happening in psg mm. and i they they're not they keep not looking at it they keep mm. ignoring that part and they just keep coming back for the champions league every year mm. and they lose again uh and now with with messi neymar and mbappe it's not gonna happen Are you feel you? like i think i don't know if it's too shell too too shell that said i mean I will, I will maybe quote him i'm not 100% yeah. sure of, of uh, if, it, if it was him but i think he said in PSG, he was feeling like the Ministry of uh, Sports. Who? Uh, Thomas Tuchel. 
uh, at PSG. Yeah. He was feeling like a ministry of uh, sports. You're managing egos. Because, yeah, you're he, doing politics. Politics. You're doing politics. The last thing you th- you can think of as a manager is what's happening on the pitch. Mm. Whereas that is actually your job. Exactly. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is also about work environments where you're not actually focusing on your work. And that's a very toxic thing mm. in any work environment. Mm. You have certain tasks in your job descriptions that you sign the contract for. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing that, that's not that's not gonna go somewhere. You would be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna go well. It's not gonna go well if you're managing other things. Yeah, of course. You yeah, know? you're not you're not focusing on what yeah. you should be focusing yeah. on. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. environment that PSG is providing these days. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Hit me, tell me. I will. I will. Tr- I will try. Uh, so it's making me nervous. I swear. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> feel like he moved an inch. He's like now. He's like he is moving, but he don't feel it. My God, you can't feel it. This is scary. <laughs> yeah, Muhammad Ali or Muhammad yeah. Ali, as I'm trying to say it in the, in, the, in American yeah. English way. Yeah, this is a shit talking his opponents. Yeah, how how do you think this affect them mentally? Because we're talking a lot about man- mindset today. I think I think when when somebody talks like when these boxers talk about you like I'm gonna beat you I'm gonna yeah, put yeah. you back your mama's whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that doesn't affect anybody we know what it is but Muhammad Ali wasn't trash talking he was doing poetry <laughs> that's that crazy. scares the hell out of you when you have a, a boxer who's so good and intellect as well yeah, 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 you know what, how does it go last week I injured a stone murdered a rock <laughs> um, hospitalized a brick yeah. I'm so mean I make medicine sick yeah that's and unbelievable and he's just doing it. Oh my God! You, it's you, you shit your pants. Mm. I think I think Muhammad Ali was uh, was and and Muhammad Ali was the for me not the greatest boxer but the greatest athlete. Yeah, true. So I, agree. I don't think he's the best boxer that ever no, 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 did no. the did the game or you know took a fight to the ring. But it was his fights off the ring yeah, yeah, that made Vietnam, that made him yeah. the best athlete because mm. he used the platform to fight like nobody else fought. Mm-hmm. He used the media. He used the spotlight on him to sort of create yeah. this you know this cause and he's 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 going for it and he's not intimidated and i remember his mm-hmm. interviews and i remember everything that ah, man i mean nobody fought for the african american cause like muhammad ali did mm-hmm. and how proud he was the pride he had he would stand tall in your face. That's an attitude that you should carry with you. Not, don't be aggressive in people's faces, but stand tall. Mm. If, you, if people are trying to shame you for something that you are, learn from Muhammad Ali how to face it because nobody did it better. Yeah, of course. He would just be no, in your he's, face. He's unbelievable in many ways. You know, like when this woman came to the restaurant and she was like, we don't save... And then she said the yeah. N word. We, we don't serve the N yeah, 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 yeah. like you, you know. And he was like, "Well, I don't eat them either. So why don't you just go and just get me my coffee?" <laughs> yeah, I have a big question. Oh, do I do I win a million dollars? I don't have the money. <laughs> okay, it's okay. You can ask it. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, maybe a potential future career of yours. Uh, is it okay? Yeah, what is? I think so. What is? Uh, Actor career? Oh no, no. You're not an actor. Oh, uh, you don't want to talk about it. No, no, I will talk about it. No, we'll talk about it. But it's not. No, it's not a career. It's not something I want to. Is do it like a, a hobby then? No, it wasn't a hobby. So I know what you're talking about. You you did some googling. Um, not necessarily. I mean, uh, four years when we met, you we oh, already yeah. talked about it a little bit. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't. I I did it because I, I did some really extensive training in acting, 
and it's part of like you know my college degrees in in in, in um, film directing. So mm. so film is always something of of interest. The the, the whole universe is something I I, I really love. Mm. Um, but the acting thing, I'm there was this, there was like this year or two years when I was in Paris where I I did it for fun, but also I did it to learn mm. uh, because I think our definition of of what an actor is back home is is quite superficial. I mean, mm. real yeah. actors. When they play a sick character, the next three days they're actually sick. Mm. That's how yeah. they, that's yeah, how yeah, yeah. deep they go. That's yeah. how they manage to convince they, their brain that mm. they're actually in it, that they're the character. And I've managed to go through that sort of training. And I've I did Cours Florent. I did some some um, uh, stage there. I did um, internships elsewhere. They're not internships. They're actually trainings. Mm. And I went to RADA, the Royal uh, uh, Academy of Na of Arts in oh, yeah. uh, in in. Um, in London, mm. it's, it's where it's where um, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins yeah, yeah, yeah. got his training, but he did it for years. I did it for like a few days. You took, you're, you're taking this seriously. Well, when you when you train, when you when you try to do something, you either do it well or you don't. Like, what's the point if, yeah, if you're gonna just and and I just it just it teaches you a lot about the human condition and about who you are as a person. I learned more training for acting than I've ever learned from psychology or mm. like seeing a therapist or something. Um, you learn more about yourself, but also you learn more about the human nature, mm -hmm. controlling your personas. We're not just, yeah. we're not one person. We're, no, we're, we're several person, people in, in one body, you know? And um, and it's magical that you, you learn how to better communicate mm -hmm. with people. And again, it's also part of crafting my English. Yeah. Ah, I yeah. see. Yeah. 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 I mean, so you to improve your English. Obviously. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because you get to yeah, a point yeah. where you know all the words, you know, you know how to say them. Yeah, yeah. But someone will say... Yeah, but you, your intonation, you don't sound like a native. So how do you get that intonation fixed? Mm. You do acting. Mm. And I remember in the, in, the, in the training that I did in RADA uh, in, in London, mm -hmm. it was basically about coloring the lines. Oh, so I see. So somebody would bring okay. a text, and we worked with the Queen act uh, cast, mm -hmm. the TV show, The mm. Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, we had the chance that we, we were it. working with, with, with the crew, the, the mm. actors, mm -hmm. and they would bring this Shakespearean, Shakespeare text, and Shakespeare was a genius of his time. He just mm. basically said, everything you guys know about English, I'm just going to change it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It, what he, did. he just did it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it came out brilliant because mm -hmm. some people would do that now yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. sounds stupid. Yeah. But when Shakespeare did it, he, he's, he's Shakespeare. He's Nobody the did. Michael Jordan of language. He's the Michael Jordan of English. Good one, good one. <laughs> we were able to put Michael Jordan everywhere. You can put it everywhere. Um, so he, he did that and... Um, so, so they, 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 they would color the, li the lines. And what that means is that they would take the same text, the same monologue, mm -hmm. and they would read it in a sad tone. And it would just become the saddest thing. Mm -hmm. And then they would read it in an enthusiastic tone. Mm -hmm. And it just it gets a whole other meaning. And then they're, they're angry about mm -hmm. it. And then, so they teach you how to inject emotions mm -hmm. into the lines. And then you learn about, well, you know what? A huge part of the meaning in anything you want to say is in the way you say it. Mm -hmm. That's how you're very clear. And that's how you deliver. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that taught me a lot. It, you know, I work in communication. I I'm on TV. I'm on radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it helped me. It helped me craft craft my English and, and, and get better at it. Your English is amazing, by the way. Thank it's you. It's amazing. I, I, for, I mean, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a craft. It's a craft. Anything is a craft. You, yeah, you yeah, put yeah. time and energy in it, and you do it right. You get there. Mm -hmm. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so I learned a lot, and I met very nice people mm -hmm. throughout the process. Mm -hmm. You're meeting people, you're mm -hmm. learning about them. 
Um, and and there's a lot of things you learn. Yeah, it, mm. it was it was it was fantastic. It was a, it was a, I, I had a great time mm-hmm, doing it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So is just another Friday. Yeah. One of your first uh, movies? No. It was one of those short. I did plenty of short films over the course. Of ah, it's those. a short movie. Yeah, it's I thought a short it was film. a long form one. No, no. Okay, it was, yeah. I mean, what is 20 minutes? It's not a long. No, form. no, no. It's, it's, it's a short, it's a short movie. No, I did, sorry. I, I did. I did. I did a lot. Researches. I, I worked. Uh, I. I I wanted to work on different characters mm. and and challenge myself to be something else, and it was part of like the journey in trying to figure out who I am. Because when I play those of characters, course. I am actually those characters, and mm. they they bring out something in me that perhaps I couldn't reach elsewhere in life. Have you enjoyed it? Um, I did enjoy a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, most of it, yeah. But I also learned a lot. Like mm. there was this uh, French film where. <laughs> They, I, there are, there were, there were horrible experiences as well that, mm. that taught me different things. Mm-hmm. Another side of the coin, like where I actually went to, to, I was on this film set. Huge. Mm. This is a huge production. Okay. And I thought I was. It's a Hollywood production, but okay. ran by French people. And I thought, I'm gonna maybe this could be something. Okay. I'm not gonna become an actor, but yeah, this yeah. is a huge thing. Yeah. So I auditioned for a cop. Mm-hmm. A part. Mm-hmm. It's a part. It's a speaking mm-hmm. part. And mm-hmm. the movie star, I, I can't name anybody, but the yeah, movie yeah. star was going to be in the room interrogating something and I was going to be the cop in the background. Like, okay. Talk, you piece of, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it was like three, four lines, but it's a huge film. So I go to this film and I auditioned and they're like, yeah, we, we want you to play this cop mm. next to this actor. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I'm going to be in the same room with this with this guy. Huge Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And uh, I go on the set on the shooting day And they say my contract is not ready. Already something, the way they put it, already something felt wrong. Mm. I go and they're like, okay, your contract is, 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 is coming, but would you just go dress up? Because the, the actor is coming and we want to get done with the scene. So I go and put on this uniform and it's like a SWAT uniform. And I'm mm. like, yeah, I have a huge gun here. And like, ah. Look so at it's the an American putting movie. Putting the bicep out. And, yeah. And um, they come to me and they're like, yeah. They look at me and they're like, what's your, what's your name again? It's Firas. Oh, but Firas is not Francis. I'm like, yeah, it, it is Firas. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, one second. And then they go and talk and they're like, you know what? You're going to be an extra. They come back just with that. Oh, wow. I'm like, what do you mean extra? You're going to be with the criminals. Mm. I'm like, why? And then I go to the room where there are the other two or three cups mm. just to kind of take off my uniform. Mm-hmm. And they're like the whitest of whitest that you can imagine. They couldn't be more white. Mm. They were as white as the stable. Okay, I, I mean, see. I'm joking, but like blonde, yeah, yeah, police yeah. officers, okay. French, you know. I'm like, oh, I did not fit in that room in that sense. I see. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be professional about it. So I'm going to do an extra thing. Let's, let, let, I'm going to mm. do the extra thing. Let's at least do something. I'm, I'm going to do I'm not going home. I'm yeah, not a loser. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, not going to go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to this extra room where it's a bunch of people that they got caught and mm. um, they got arrested for drug crimes. Mm-hmm. And they're just, mm. the guy's going to be like going into the room. And, and then he, and then they're like three, three types, North Africans, mm-hmm. Sub-Saharian mm-hmm. and Latinos. Mm-hmm. Not one single white person. Wow. From the, I mean, the criminals, the, yeah, the, 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 criminals. the criminals room. Yeah, wow. I'm like, this is not France. This is not how <laughs> things happen here. Uh, white people can still be criminal. Of course. And and, and well, the and same even Sub-Saharian and North Africans can of be course. can be officers and can be of course can be cops. Yeah. So I'm like, I call them. I'm like, you guys should fuck off. 
Yeah. And I just <laughs> and I just left. But I didn't leave like without. I left in a professional way. No, of but course. I obviously I looked them in the eye and I said, "You guys should fuck off." No, and I left. Yeah. No, that's uh, amazing. And I didn't. I didn't shoot. So that was one of the. But I learned that that's the part of the industry and how it works. But I didn't shoot that day. But then there was plenty of pleasant people and plenty of wonderful experiences, mm. and it helps you grow. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I know before, I think before get, being a journalist, yeah, you studied directing. It was during when I, it was during the time. Oh, okay. When I was already working in journalism. So yeah, you've you've been doing, you've <laughs> I've been doing everything, <laughs> multitasking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you remind me of my wife because my wife is able to do many things. I won't. I, I am yeah. not. So <laughs> you get used to it with time. <laughs> That's amazing. So you are you? Do you think you you're gonna have? I mean, would you be able to be director at some point, or would you like to be director at some point? I don't think a lot about the future these days. Okay. I don't like. Uh, this is what I want to be next. I think. I think about the person I want to be more than anything, and then and then the rest will come along. But what directing ta taught you while doing it? I love my favorite thing about director directing is um, the ability to put the information without saying it. Mm. Every shot should mean something. Mm. Every shot so, should should tell you something mm -hmm. a good director does that yeah 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 coppola uh steven spielberg yeah uh, they do that there mm -hmm. isn't one shot that's random there it's unbelievable there isn't one object in the shot just like yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing here which i love like there isn't one object here that you did not intend to sort of including this scary guy <laughs> i don't know why you're doing that to me <laughs> but i'm trying you, to scare you. <laughs> you're aware of your shots you're aware of everything you're trying to say right and 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 that's that's directing and the most The, the better you do it, the more attracted I am to the mindset. Mm. And that's what I, when I love doing, you know, directing films, mm. I go for saying something in the shot. And my favorite part is the human emotions mm. when people don't talk. Mm -hmm. Like one of those films that, that people just sort of uh, did not love at all. And I really loved it, especially in the first third or two thirds. It's mm. a recent film, First Man, Ryan oh, Gosling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um... What's the name of the director? Um, uh, Chazelle. Yeah, I yeah, think so. I think it's Chazelle. I don't, I'm not sure, but like... The, the, I'm not sure. Because I, I only seen the film very recently, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's Damien Chazelle, the director. I just of, uh, kept seeing man. people complaining about it because they didn't... I mean, I'm not going to say people didn't understand. Everyone is, is free to interpret the way they want. But um, there was so little said. If you go to the script, I think the script of the film is like four pages. Mm. There's so little dialogue. People mm -hmm. just don't talk. Mm -hmm. Everything is, is being said in yeah, the shots. Yeah, it's a visual movie. People look at each other and you know there's an emotion there. Mm. You, you got to figure it out. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. he's looking at his kids, but he doesn't want to go in the, and sit at the table. He's mm. scared of not coming back. So he doesn't want to put any, give away any promises. Mm -hmm. uh, I loved the film because I'm like, wow, this, this director is actually respecting my intelligence. He thinks I'm a smart guy. Mm. He thinks I'm going to get it. So I should rise up to those expectations. That's my mindset. That's yeah, what I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. But like when you're breaking it down too much, like when it's say, being said in the dialogue, mm -hmm. you know, like one of my, the scenes that I really don't love at all and it's kind of ruined, like one of my favorite movies, which is Interstellar. Mm. Like when he's explaining the sphere to him yeah, yeah, in yeah. order to explain it to us. But can you imagine you're on a mission to save mankind and you only learn about the sphere and the wormholes as you're approaching one. Really, mm. they didn't teach you that back, you know, when you were about to take off or something like that. And they're, 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 sorry, they're, oh. he's, yeah, we're getting there. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna happen at the end. Of, we're gonna fight. I, I just don't have my, my lightsaber. It's gonna happen. Uh, so like when you break it down too much for me, 
you think I'm stupid. And yeah. I, I don't like that. No, I see what you, I see. Yeah. I see. I see exactly your point. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like the director is. Uh, yeah, he he respects your your intellect. Yeah. Yeah. In a yeah. way. So yeah, he said. I mean, audience. I mean, understand whatever I'm doing. So it yeah. makes complete sense, actually. No, yeah. I totally agree with you uh, uh, on that. Any movies that impacted you growing up? The fucking Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that experience. <laughs> Seriously. It's my best experience. It was the best thing. Oh, my God. The animated one, 1990. Oh, the old, the classic yeah, one. Yeah, you, the guys, classic you guys one. messed up the new one. I'll tell you why. <laughs> you worked on it. Yeah. You guys did a marvelous job. And incredible. You perfected it. To a point where it was no longer believable that those characters can can yeah, talk. Yeah. It's a human, I mean, it's a human story. So when the lion looked like the lion I, I would see in National Geographic, <laughs> then he just can't talk. And it's just like one of my favorite scenes that 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 my favorite scene in the film where um, uh, Rafiki yeah. comes to Simba and is like, "It is time." And Simba is like. They they get in this 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 formal moment, mm. but Simba's like, nah, get the hell, come here, and they just he takes him for a hug. That's a human. And of course, they couldn't replicate that. They, there was no hug in the in the in the new Lion King. There is. Do you remember? Yeah, there they isn't. couldn't because a real monkey and a real lion <laughs> <laughs> would not do that. It's gonna be tricky. <laughs> but it was a beautiful adventure because it was 1994, and I had no idea what a film theater is. But, ah, you okay? Yeah, you yeah. Saw it in the uh, yeah, theaters, yeah. I had yeah. no idea what a film theater mm. is. My dad said to me. Um, I'm gonna take you to to watch a movie, and I'm like, we watch movies on TV. Like, where would you, where would I go to watch a movie? He's like, in a movie theater. I'm like, I didn't know what a movie theater was. I didn't, mm. I, I didn't understand the concept. I didn't mm. know that there was a huge screens and you just go and. Mm. <laughs> so I thought, you know, maybe the closest thing I can think of is the school plays. So I'm like, maybe we we'll just walk in. There's a little play and people playing lines. But yeah, how, yeah. how would they look like lines? So that's 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 all that was going in my head when I was five or he takes me to the theater we get to the ticket he sits next to me and and the sunset and like the the, the whole thing was like, I'm like holy shit what's going on <laughs> you know and it takes you that scene is is so powerful it that is. scene like the, the, the and um and then my dad did the sweetest thing i remember this is my sweetest memory of my dad i didn't speak french at the time i didn't mm -hmm. speak anything the film was doubled in french mm -hmm. my dad not only doubled the whole thing live wow okay but he played the characters <laughs> he was doing the voice like, performer oh dad can i go down like, and everyone's like shh, shh. and my dad is like i'm translating for my kid all right all right we're not here we're not here for us we're here for our kids <laughs> if you want to watch that film you have issues it's, it's for children come back tomorrow <laughs> so he did that whole thing and um it was the sweetest thing and he made me cry when mufasa died he's like father died like, yeah i know i'm watching it <laughs> so that was that was a sweet memory and, okay. and i love the film okay great Is, do you have a favorite director i don't know if it's a good question uh I, it doesn't get to a favorite but also obviously what francis uh, coppola did with the godfather 2 mm -hmm. resents with me it's 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 my favorite film the second part i think the first part was genius yeah, but, yeah. but the second part had so many challenges that you can't be as good as the first 
and they did and it yeah, was even better yeah, yeah. and even for robert it was de niro not even planned actually it was not even planned no. to have a second one uh, they, everyone yeah. knew that they would do only one movie actually, yeah but and even robert second. de niro to come and play a character it was unbelievable that, yeah that, a character that already sort of is set up for you so you have to play it and and the guy who played it marlon brondo yeah, won the oscars <laughs> exactly are you gonna really manage to take that on and he did he did and he won and was, i think he won the best uh yeah, supporting actor, I think, for that. Robert award. De Niro's performance of the original yeah, Godfather is my unbelie- favorite. Unbelievable. Part, yeah. yeah. I think my favorite movie of Coppola is Apocalypse Now. It is. I think he didn't go the wrong music, with yeah. The Door. Oh, oh my God. God. It's that, phenomenal. That shot is, uh, yeah, the, the, in Vietnam. It was it's phenomenal. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is one of the movies that drive me to work in the, in the VFX industry. <laughs> then you guys came and uh, some people love it, some people don't, but I'm not sure I'm a VFX person, but... It's not, I think, in my opinion, yeah, it's a tool as any other tool. Sure. So you're going to use a camera, you can use, I don't know, uh, a Canon, a Nikon, you can use a, a specific lens. It's a tool. So it's VFX, in my opinion, is there to help a director tell his story or help director tell his story but it depends how directors or producers use it. Yeah. I will give you an example. Please. The, the people who did the VFX for Fantastic Four and the people who did the, uh, the VFX for Jungle Book are the same. same it's the same company, same, same people. Okay? Yeah. But the problem is in Fantastic Four, they had four different directors. That did what? The whole film? Yeah. So basically, directors got fired. Uh, oh, many, wow. Yeah, okay. They fired so, the director, then another one take over. And wow. That must separate. be, it that must have been nightmare. a toxic environment. Yeah. Where, it was super, super. Yeah. But it's the same people who did the VFX. Almost. I mean, they were sitting next to me. All right. So and you worked point, on that as well? No, I did not work on okay. Fantastic Four. But uh, I mean, people who worked with me on Jungle Book yes. worked on Fantastic Four. So they're the same people. Wow. So there is nothing to do with VFX, actually. Again, it's like, yeah, yeah, obviously. It's like, it's a tool. But I see your point, is people are overusing it for yeah. many reasons, which is sometimes it's not justified. For instance, when I, see, when I see James Bond movie, I like it because I know the VFX used on the movie were used wisely. Not like, okay, right. let's throw some visual because I don't have anything to say. And most of the time when we have issue with VFX is because the director yeah. or the storyteller He's lacking, he's lacking something. There is something missing here, so let's do something. Yeah, let's shut it down. Have you seen the latest James Bond? Not yet. All right. The first eight minutes were the best action for me. Okay. I, I think it was the best action sequence I've ever... After that, it's just a, it's just a good movie. But okay. Like, yeah. Not like, you know... The, the best action movie for me so far is uh, the, this first and second Jason Bourne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah. It, was, it changed something. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's... Because we were coming out from the 90s yeah. full of, uh, you know, uh, yeah. action movies. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you have Jason Bourne. And okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's unique. You used to be, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like one last thing. Like, you used to be, right? Like, you watch things and you're like, how the hell did they do it? Now, The Matrix 1999, like the 360 shot. You're that's like, unbelievable, yeah. How the f- Of course. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. there's Matrix 4 coming. And I'm like, what? What am I gonna see? Like, what, what's gonna? What's the special uh, thing about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a time where those <laughs> things were, you know. I'm not. I'm not waiting for it. I'm not either. I'm not waiting for. I'm yeah. not. I'm waiting for other things. 
Uh, to be honest, I'm not even waiting for the new Nolan movie. Uh, I don't know. It's why. over with Nolan. You I think? don't know. I th- not no no. It's not over. He could He's be an your amazing. boss. He could be your boss one day. Careful. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't matter. All right, I will move from there. All right. Even if he can blacklist me, no, I don't. I like his movie. It's not about yeah. that. It's about. Uh, I think it's time to stop talking about time. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's I think I th- from Memento, Memento was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I like most of his movies, all of them, I would say, except maybe Tenet. I think I need to go see it again. I, yeah, I didn't like it. For me, it's a James James Bond movie, more or less. Didn't like any of them. I mean, after Interstellar, I you lost me at Interstellar. Interstellar was good, and it was then great. yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, Dunkirk was not. Yeah, no. Yeah, was was not. I mean, yeah, it's he's a good director, but I, in my opinion, oh, he is. We can't. We can't. Like, we can't deny that. Uh, you, you, I don't. He's one. Of, he he's one of the best of his generation. I think. I mean, so. especially you know for why? Why? Because I, I, when you compare how he treated comic books, with <gasps> what he did with the Batman, Batman I mean, was amazing. Was, it's was, unbelievable. Was... I mean, Marvel would will kill to have to to. No, uh, yeah. They will. There are no, 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 near, no way near that. It's yeah, no, so they, far away. Even DC Comics, the people who worked with him on, 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 uh, like when they replicate. I mean, he was an executive producer in Men of Steel, which I thought was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was not my favorite. But once they started doing the Aquaman, whatever bullshit, it was just. I'm like, it was so boring. I, I want to go uh, home. Yeah, this is the same with the. <laughs> it's true. I prefer when I when I saw the first Justice League. Yeah. I couldn't finish even ten minutes. Yeah, but then I saw the uh, Cider's cut. Yeah, was was more interesting. Well, yeah, was more interesting. But still, I mean, it's uh, more or less like a action movie. Yeah, like like an action movie. Yeah, yeah. So Too much CGI, or you don't want me to see. I hate you have term. a problem with the term CGI. Too yeah. much. What, what do you call it? CG. CG computer graphics. Okay. Because Too, CGI, CGI for me, for me, it's computer graphic imagery. It's like you are not. We are doing. We are. We are there like monkeys pushing buttons. Which All right. It's not the case. It's, we are it's, spending it discredits the work that you do. That's my opinion. So I might people, be right. please do say CG from this day on. <laughs> that I think so. I, <laughs> I, think I might you're be right. wrong, but I think, in my opinion, the way we say in it, VFX is good yeah. because it's uh, it's it's because in in VFX you have many things. You have two D th- you have two D departments, three D departments. Yeah. It's, it's a combination of both. But when you say CG, it's mainly three D elements. All right. But when you say VFX, you are talking about the whole industry, more or less. Cool. So yeah, sorry, but that is my opinion again. I will, I will, I will be like mean, that. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm at right. At least around you, I'll make sure I say CG. <laughs> Next time you call me, you say. I think, I think that's it. Yeah, All right, yeah. good. I had a uh, wonderful moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I mean, look, I, I'm, man, I'm learning so much from you from your videos. I know, unfortunately, our English speaking audience doesn't know anything about your Tunisian. Uh, videos or Tunisian talk, I mean, the Tunisian where you're talking about in Tunisian, in, yeah, in Arabic or Tunisian, they are amazing. They are, I appreciate it. I think, yeah, in, people in, in, in Africa in general need, need people like you, leaders like you, that, yeah, at least we, we can, they can see themselves on someone or, yeah. Thank you. I, you, are, you are an inspiration and I really appreci- appreciate the time you took to come and come over. Yeah, and, uh, that that warms my, warms my heart, and uh, it's, it's funny that you say warms my heart in in English, but you say athleja <laughs> sadri in Arabic, <laughs> yeah. which is the total opposite. Yeah, opposite. It, it throws my heart. That's what you say. Yeah, well, when you One grow up in the desert, you desert know. culture versus <laughs> that, that that warms my heart, and and uh, it's my honor and pleasure. I wish you nothing but the best. I see this podcast going somewhere, so keep doing it. Thank you, and <laughs> I appreciate you driving all the way from London to Paris <laughs> with all this equipment. 
Um, thank you so much, man, and, and good luck with this. Thank you for you. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate uh, everything you said. Uh, you're an inspiration, and uh, I hope uh, I hope we can. We maybe do. I always say this with almost everyone of my guests. Season two. Season, hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You. Thank you very much, everyone. See you.